Hey guys, Chef Tony here for the Restaurant Order Lessons Podcast. This is episode six, and I want to talk real quick about delivery services. Um, things like Grubhub, E24, uh, Postmates, you know, all those kinds of tablet-based online ordering portals. If you're not familiar with what I'm talking about, I'll put some links in the show notes below. But basically, you know, in the modern age, uh, 2018 here, we have uh, a variety, a large variety of delivery services available. Now, I don't know what most restaurants do. I know there's a lot of restaurants that use them, some that don't. I just want to give you my perspective on my use of them. It'll be no more than three or four minutes here. But I have about, I think, six services uh, that I use currently. I use Grubhub, I use E24, Bite Squad, uh, DoorDash, uh, Postmates and Uber Eats. I think that covers them all. I also have one that's called um, Zuppler, but basically that's an interface on my website that lets people order directly from me. So when somebody orders on Zuppler, they basically show up and they're the actual customer who's going to get the food. But um, I don't know if you believe in them. I don't know if you don't. I'd love to hear your comments down below. If I can figure it out, I'm going to have... Uh, a way for you to call into the show and give me your questions or your comments. Love to play those in the middle of the show and, and talk, teach people a little something from you. But my experience with it is that they've been extremely productive. Um, you know, in a restaurant, your, biz, your biggest expense is an empty seat, right? Empty bar stool, empty seat, unfilled reservation, that kind of thing. So fixed costs you have in a restaurant are exactly what it sounds like, fixed. You have to pay rent, you have to pay electricity, you have to pay water, insurance, um, you know, those kinds of costs are just set in stone. Whether you do one person or 100 people or 1,000 people, you're going to pay those costs. So there's an obvious breaking point in a restaurant's profit and loss statement that show you that, you know, at this level of sales, you're kind of treading water. At this next level of sales, you're actually making quite a bit of money because, the profitability in that second tier of sales goes up tremendously because you've already paid the expenses, right? So I would suggest if you're thinking about getting into these online delivery sales uh, opportunities, I would start with one. I would learn how it works. You're going to have to get your menu uploaded into their system so that you know patrons can find your restaurant on the platform. Most of these are basically like marketplaces, right? So we actually use another one called Takeout Taxi, or it was actually um, uh, bought by a company. Uh, it was actually, Takeout Taxi was bought by a foodie cab. Um, oh no, it was bought by um, one of the other companies. I, I'm losing track of now. But Foodie Cab was a company locally started by one of the managers of Takeout Taxi. Anyways, so you're going to get on their site, and most of these sites are kind of like marketplaces, right? So if you use their app or you just know about them, some have an app for your phone, some are just a website-based thing. Um, usually they have at least a mobile site, so if you're searching around for a restaurant to get carryout, you can peruse the menus, you can peruse how, you know, how far they are from where you are and whether they deliver it to you. But usually the setup is something along the lines of an online menu that you input with prices. Now your pricing can be more expensive. Uh, I currently run basically the same price menu that we have, meaning I've just transposed the cost over. Now we're not a cheap restaurant, so 
you know, I don't know whether we would consider ourselves medium or high level, but, you know, we have entrees that are 15, 16 bucks. We have entrees that are, you know, 25 to 30 top end. So we're not, you know, the most expensive place in town, but certainly we're not offering, you know, $7 steak and cheese. So anyways, you're going to have a menu on this portal. You're going to have um, a cost associated with doing business with them of somewhere around 30%. Uh, so in other words, if you got a $100 order that came in um, to your restaurant, you would end up getting somewhere in the neighborhood of $70 because they're going to take 30% off the top. Now, they usually hire uh, or they charge a delivery fee, uh, tax, and uh, sometimes there's a tip built in, sometimes there's not. But I would suggest you definitely investigate, at least using one of them. Um, you'll find that there's a large variety, usually in the quality of the drivers, uh, sometimes the quality of the you know, support um, service number. Um, I'll reserve my judgments for the local markets, but if given the question, I'll certainly happily answer which ones I find are best. In terms of the financial of it, they're all about the same. I think you're gonna pay probably no less than 20% and probably you shouldn't pay anything more than 30 on your menu items. So like I said, you can adjust the price of your menu items to reflect that. You could say if it's a $20 pasta, you might want to put it on for 26. That covers most of your fee. Uh, that's up to you. Now, you know, it starts getting really expensive for your customers. So I will caution you a little bit that, um, Putting too high a premium on the price, I think you'll start to see people not order because people just aren't going to, it's carry out, no matter how nice the food is. I mean, I get people taking out lobsters, I get people taking out, you know, scallops and, you know, nicer food, rockfish and all kinds of nice dishes. But, um, you know, some food also may not transpose into carry out. That's on you to decide. But just in general, I want to promote with this episode that I would suggest uh, understanding these platforms, getting to use at least one of them, because, you know, many times we'll open up at 5 o'clock, and that's when all the tablets go live, and all of a sudden I'll have an order, 50 bucks, 40 bucks, 100 bucks. Sometimes I'll get carry out for lunch, it's $150. So for us, that's an impact in sales big time. Um, we're a busy restaurant, we have a, you know, um, we just had a record-breaking year last year and all that, but we're always looking to gain sales. And you got to also understand that that's also another channel to expose what you do to the public. Some people may just try you only on carryout. So they may, you know, understand that you're a great restaurant just through getting carryout food from you and eventually come in to dine with you in the the dining room. So I would definitely check it out. Um, I'm playing around with this Anchor app still and figuring out how to do intros and outros, but let me be clear, this is a restaurant owner lessons podcast. Um, we are an anchor, we're on Pocket Cast, we're going to be on iTunes, Spotify, and some other channels for sure. I'm trying to take this anchor app as an idea to get podcasting much quicker, because when it comes down to editing and all the rest of it, it gets to be um, stuck in no man's land and not done. So it's pretty informal, but it is um, something I'm comfortable with shooting from the hip. So thanks for listening. Uh, currently, you'll find that the restaurantownerlessons.com points to my site tmarshanti.com where I host all my stuff that I do consulting and my restaurants and all kinds of things so uh, thanks for listening I'd love to hear any commentary below share the podcast if you find there's value 
Um, and uh, we'll see you on the next episode. Hey, Chef Tony. Chase here. Really interesting episode about the ordering um, apps that you use. Sounds like you use a ton. It sounds like somebody needs to come along and invent something that syndicates to all of them, or maybe it already exists. But do you actually go to each individual one and upload your menu every time you make a change? Also, is there one that's like a clear winner? Is Uber Eats, you know, sort of taking over like they did in the uh, ride-sharing world, or is it pretty spread out as far as how many orders you get between uh, the different services?